This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get up, get up, get up. This is the Get Up Show. Well, hey, happy Thanksgiving party, people. It's the Simon Says Podcast. It's Sean and Maddie this week. Charlie's off. She is Using up all her vacation days. Yeah, and then you use up yours right behind her. And yeah, we really, it's about to be a month of us just kind of uh, taking turns being in the studio. Isn't that nice? Thank you guys so much. But anyway, yeah, be sure you click a subscribe and a like. And if you ever want to check us out on the radio when we're here, go to 987simon.com. And there's a clicky listen live button on there. You ever had a Friendsgiving? Yeah, I have actually. I think in DC. Yeah, I was a year it was a year where I was away from family. I think I might have done it around Greensboro too. I did it in DC one year when I couldn't get away cuz we had club gigs, man. I used to be the club gig guy that Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. I was the guy who would work all the holidays for yes. the longest time like Me too. Uh, I would work midnight to 6 on Christmas morning or, you know, did, New Year's Eve. Did Friendsgiving at this guy's tiny little apartment and it was so tiny. That, you know, when you hear that saying, you couldn't turn around in the kitchen? Yeah. You couldn't turn around in the kitchen. <laughs> I turned around and knocked a beer off the counter. The one time I went in the kitchen, I was like, okay, I'm out of here. I'll let you guys do all the work. So have you always been, like, I have trouble not, uh, like, letting go. Like, so tomorrow we're going to um, my brother-in-law's for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's like, he wants to cook the protein. And I don't, I don't like letting it go. When you say protein, do you mean tofu? Do no, you turkey. mean I'm beans? Sorry, oh, oh. I, sorry. He's cooking the turkey. Yeah. <laughs> and we're you, having, that would be, oh my God, that would be awful. You know, my father in law used to do that. He always insisted on doing one of those fryer turkeys. And I was like, after the first time, I was like, that's cool and all. I'm still going to make mine. So there's always, you know, my reserve turkey. And one year we had to use it. Because the damn fryer would never get hot, and he's out there clanging and banging. It's like a routine. And even the neighbor comes over. Is that thing getting hot yeah, yet? No, it. damn it. <laughs> so luckily, guess who had a hot turkey in the trunk of his car? Hold on, guys. <laughs> Look what I got. Oh, I love it. And uh, they got some tips, man. If you're doing your cooking and you want to get people out of your kitchen, oh. get out out of here get off my neck don't look at what i'm doing yeah drives me crazy i'm bad at letting like people help me oh not me i run my kitchen like a like a sweatshop i don't want any help though i don't want anybody i don't either no i I do it all all myself okay good for you yeah i I had uh, an aunt one time standing over me and group of people in the kitchen and said i bet this drives you crazy with everybody in here and i said yeah y'all got to get the hell out (laughs) but how do you keep people out of your kitchen Set up drinks and snacks in another room. Yes, 
That's a great idea. A little cocktail area. Yeah, put the, you know, my wife would put out the snacks somewhere else, and it would cause people to migrate mm-hmm. to another table. Ooh, do a trail. Do a trail of Reese's Pieces down the road, you know? Oh, neat. So that way, too, if uh, uh, there's an extraterrestrial nearby uh-huh. as well, you get that. Yeah, I'm keeping him. For a tasty treat. Get a heat lamp and put it outside. Oh, yeah. Let people gather outside, but they won't do it. Here's one I like. Assign a bouncer at your kitchen door to keep people out. That would be even better if you actually hired a real club bouncer. Yeah, it would. Is your name on the list? The guy. Uh, with- my name is Grandma. No, They're not on the list. Get out of here, old lady. I hear that all night. Dubron. Yeah, you're the third grandma to come in here tonight. <laughs> Set up other things to do. Like what? A thousand piece puzzle challenge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good idea and all, but. Well, you know, a lot of times, though, when you're in the thick of it, in the throes of it, the parade is on, and then the dog show is on. Go watch the parade and the dog show. Get out of here. I feel like this is all like, you know, like when you think about taking like a road trip with your kid, you find try to find ways, plan out ways to distract them or, yeah. you know, any, any with your kid in general. And so it sounds like, you know, with the family coming over, you're doing the same thing. It's like. It's like, well, this is obviously the puzzle's worn off. Now throw out this bouncy ball. Go get it. Go get it. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Treat it the way you would small children. Treat your relatives like small children yeah. or pets. And and play the, okay, we're going to play who can stay the quietest the longest. <laughs> and then later, we're going to play fastest faller a sleeper. <laughs> oh, I love that game. You can do it, Grandma. Go ahead and devise a list of jobs ahead of time. Yeah, you know, there are times where I have to finally, like, my mom will, you know, finally keep drifting in. She she one time would sit down on the floor in the kitchen to talk to me, and I'm like, you're killing me. Sit on the floor? Yes. Like, That's in case you drop something. I, <laughs> Again, family is like pets. She's just looking for a hot scrap. Hey, can mom have sweet potatoes? <laughs> Don't let mom have any onions or garlic. <laughs> no chocolate. It's poison for moms. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they say give people jobs like, you know, make place cards, write names on place cards. Yes, we've done that. Fold up some napkins, do something. But the other things that they suggest, like chopping vegetables or peeling potatoes, that would have to be in my kitchen. You got to get out. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. They're always in my way. And then the last tip is get out of here. Just tell them, get out. I don't think I've ever been that forward, though. I like to think that oh, my I passive have. aggressive nature will tell them what, what's what's going on. But when you are like that, you're inviting somebody to poke at you. If you were doing that to me, can you imagine how I would act? If oh, you no, were, it would be a disaster. If you were telling me without telling me to get out of your kitchen, I couldn't be close enough to you. What's the matter? Am I in your way, huh? <laughs> you trying to make the turkey? Oh, I'd love to get on like a little step stool and literally put my head on your shoulder to look over your shoulder to see what's going on. Ooh, what, is that a dice or a chop? Oh, I'd love it. So am I invited now? No. Li- we got a plan now. That sounds terrible. That Friendsgiving sounds like a nightmare. So people are, are talking about how much they use their phones and, and where they use their phones. Like, we've heard it before. Weddings. Funerals, work, on the toilet is a big one. Yeah, I saw the one the other day about like men watch movies on the toilet or something like some a stat, whole like, movie. Men watch movies more than women on the toilet, but I can't. I don't think I've ever like I'm not in there for leisure. But a whole movie, or are they just like seeing part no, of it? Because I, I need to know more about that. Because if you were to watch a whole movie sitting on the toilet, you wouldn't be able to get up and walk away. 
Oh, God. Can you imagine it was like the extended cut of Lord of the Rings or something like that? Like, you know, five hours later. What a nerdy reference. You know I've never seen any okay. of that. And uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, my God, yes. I hope they make a longer version of that. I would watch that in the bathroom. But that's the thing is that, like you said, you'd go to get up and it would just be like, oh, man. No. They're talking about turning Once Upon a Time in, Holly- in Hollywood into a miniseries to flesh it out because they cut. Oh, uh, well, to- yeah. To make the version that we ended up with, which was, what, two and a half hours long. Yeah. No, wasn't it more like three? I don't remember, but it was worth every second of it. The original first draft, first edit, was like three hours plus, you know, three and a half, something like that. And so there's so much more to it that he's talking about doing a miniseries, which he did with Hateful Eight back in the day. Did you, I think I know the answer to this, but did you read the book that I gave you? I read a little bit of it. It was too much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it, it was, <laughs> but but it, again, it, even reading just the first few chapters. So he released. So Tarantino released the book. Yeah, which was like it was the real, novel. Yeah, the novel of the movie, and, and it goes there was into a, a lot, lot more stuff. Uh-huh. But and I could see that. I just, you know, I know that you love that movie. Love it. But I don't know if it's necessary. Oh, like, I do would you think love I, I don't know if other people were really that into it. How dare you? Everybody, like, not as aggressively as you. I've seen it 14 times. Oh, my gosh. And I could watch it again any time. And the thing that's appealing about them showing more of it is the stuff they had to cut out. Like, there was an actor who was cast to play Burt Reynolds who didn't make it into the final cut. Yeah. There's all kinds of other Hollywood stuff that would have been in that movie if they'd have had all day. And as far as I'm concerned, take the week. Yeah, I mean, that was a cool time in, in Hollywood, and I think that there's a lot of really interesting characters that they had. And, and then again, you know, the whole crossover with whatever, you know, the other stuff that happened with the, the Tate house was really yeah. fascinating. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's one that I, I say that. I would sit and watch it. Of course. I don't remember there being a Hateful Eight series. I never saw it. I remember it, them releasing like a really like long director's cut. But That doesn't bother me either. That movie's great too. Little bit violent, but you know, it's Tarantino. What do you expect? Inglorious Bastards was on again on TV the other night. Oh, I love that movie. The TV edit of it was kind of funny, though. Oh, God. I yeah. can't even imagine how that would go. <laughs> it, it was a, a lot. Some real key elements that wouldn't make it onto film. Crazy celebrity rumors. Have you ever heard that Nicolas Cage is a vampire? Yeah, kind of. Have you heard that? I feel like that sounds familiar. They said that they found a picture, a sepia tone picture from 1870 that oh. looked just like Nicolas Cage. And so the guy who sold it said in the description, Nicolas Cage is a vampire. Personally, I believe it's him and he's some sort of walking undead vampire who reinvents himself once every 75 years or so. Now, I, okay, that is fine and all, but we all know that it's impossible because I've seen him in movies where he's in the sunlight. True that. And he also says, he addressed it. He said, I don't drink blood, and the last time I looked in a mirror, I could see my reflection. Boom. Unless he's some sort of, I don't think I've ever seen, you know, they do different kind of zombies and stuff, but they, like vampires, it's always the same thing. It's like, yeah. you can't be in the daylight. Right. You can't do garlic. Crosses are bad, that kind of thing. So maybe Nicolas Cage is some sort of weird hybrid that we didn't know could about. could be. Like what? Blade. He's a daywalker. Oh. So he's a good vampire. Stevie Wonder isn't really blind is another crazy celebrity rumor. Okay. They said, this is where that comes from. It was an, at an apartment building where Shaq and Stevie Wonder both lived. And it was at the elevator. The door opens and it's Stevie Wonder. And he says, what's up Shaq when Shaq walks in? 
And then pushes the button for his floor. Yeah, man, but he's been blind for so long that his other senses are crazy, and I'm sure Shaq is easy as a presence. I mean, that's a physical. You you got to be able to feel seven feet, three hundred pounds of, of. And you could probably hear him breathing from up there too. <sighs> What's up, Stevie? Hey, Stevie. <sighs> there was a cool thing. Speaking of, you know, blind singers, Ray Charles used to drive a truck on his farm. Did you ever hear that story? No, but that sounds awesome. Willie Nelson went to visit him. He's like, you want to go for a ride? And he was like, oh, what do you mean? So they go out in an open field and Ray just drives this truck around just because he wants to. I think I would have to. I think if I was in that position, I mean, that reminds me of that. Um, <laughs> I remember the Stevie Wonder, uh, the camera commercial. Uh-uh. Do you remember that one? It was no. like him and Andre Agassi or whatever. And, and he's like hitting you know, tennis shots and Stevie's laughing and waving his head around and taking pictures. <laughs> I and don't remember the, that. And they like show it. the pictures and it's like, no, nowhere near right. But they're like, it's so good. Even Stevie Wonder could use it. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. I don't, you couldn't get away with that now. How long ago was that? Because that would be, oh, it was eighties. That would be called tone deaf now. And it would be off the air in a half a second. Stevie didn't seem to mind. He was really enjoying himself. Did you ever hear the celebrity rumor that Mr. Rogers was covered in tattoos yes. <laughs> and that he was uh, a Navy seal? And he had uh, he was commemorated for his record number of kills as a Navy SEAL. I I wanted that. It's so it, it I really wanted that to be true. I love the idea that under that cardigan he was just covered in like prison style tats. He wasn't. The, the whole thing was he was a Navy SEAL and he was tatted up, and that he uh, served in the Vietnam War. But it says that he would have been too old. He was born in 1928. He would have been too old to enlist. And be a Navy SEAL at that time. So wouldn't sorry. You be, wouldn't you be? Couldn't you be my kill? Jennifer Lopez insured her butt. That's real, isn't it? It. I guess it's not. What? I don't know why oh, she wouldn't. I, I just assumed that that was real. <laughs> they said that she took out a $27 million policy on her big butt. And she denied it. She says there's no such thing as that. Mm. Lloyd's of London, you can insure anything, though. Remember that? Yeah, and that was her thing. That was her trademark. Like That was what she was known for right when she came out was, hey, look at her butt. Well, what is she known for now? Uh, Still her butt. And Richard Gere loves gerbils. Oh, that one wasn't true. Well, I was hoping that wasn't true. (laughs) I don't know if you're going to be like... We can't really say too much about it, but everybody says that there was x-ray evidence and that it was, you know, circulated around and everybody believed it. was such a weird one, too. Like a very specific, weird, and I know he's a weird guy, but I mean, that still, I I don't even think that's real in general life. I don't know, man. People People are weird out there, man. But I feel bad for the poor gerbil if it is true. That gerbil didn't ask for that. No one asked for that. That's your, that gerbil doesn't know what's going hey on. Hey, guys, I'm going home to the pet store. I'm going to go start my new life with my new family. <laughs> what's down this tube? Richard Gere says, not true. It's an urban myth. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being that celebrity, though, like to an- having to answer some of these? Like, Because you know there's such crazy things. Well, this is just a couple examples, but you know, there's stuff like that all the time that people make up just to sell a news story. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine being Richard Gere and someone's like, Richard, Richard. Is it true what I heard about you? He's like, <laughs> yeah. no. The gerbil? No. Uh, okay, next question. Uh, yes, Mr. Gear, um, how do you feel about small rodents? All right, next question. Come on, guys. Oh, uh, yes, yes, Mr. Gear, over uh, yeah, here. You, over there, yes. Is there an animal in your butt right now? Oh, God. 
he never can get away from it. Okay, oh, it's not a gerbil, all right? I guess it's been, I guess, kind of forgotten. I mean, we remember it, but... Well, yeah, but that was like the big rumor of our day. I don't even know what it would be like the big thing nowadays. Oh, my God. Do you know they're making fake chicken now that even has bones and skin? Are you talking about the, um, like, where they create it from a cell, that kind of no, thing? No, no, this is all plant protein stuff, and it's got like a, I want to say like a lipid skin on it. But why, okay, that, I don't mind that idea of putting some sort of fake skin on it, but why would you put bones in a plant-based thing? Because it's not a bone, man. It's not a bone. Because people, Is it edible too? No. Because well, why would you do that? People want it to be as much like chicken as possible. If you're ever going to talk people well, into eating fake chicken, it's got to seem like real chicken. Well, I told you that my ex-wife was big on the vegetarian thing while the entire time we were married. And I remember one time she bought those little, like the fake, like the tofurkey or whatever, uh-huh. but it had the little wing imprint on it. So like it looked like a cutlet, but they still put like the like the fake like outline of a yeah. wing on it. You got to do like, that. Why bother? Because you got to ease people into this stuff, man. Uh, it's, it, it's 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 not good. Well, that was stuff wasn't good. Everyone swears by the impossible stuff now. This stuff, the the vegan chicken and the bone, by the way, is made out of bamboo stalks. But what's the point? Is it structure? It's so you can hold it like a chicken leg. It's so it it oh, takes come it on. That's gonna work. That's the only way it's gonna work. If it doesn't look like you could make anything, if you've got a brick and say this tastes like the best chicken you ever had, but it's just a shimmering, you know, sticky brick. Nobody wants that. <laughs> you put a bone and skin on that. Okay, yeah, give me that fake chicken. It looks like real chicken. Look at this. Look, does this look like chicken? It's not chicken. <laughs> I swear to God, I like the idea of a shimmery brick. That oh, sounds delicious. The um the favorite part from people who tried it, was the plant-based skin. It added to the cooking experience and provided interesting texture while eating. But, you know, that also goes back to the old thing. It's like, well, why... Your whole point is to not eat meat products. Then why do you want it to look, taste, and and be like these meat products? Because, man, they're they're saving the earth. And eventually, eventually, this is going to save the earth. And to get everybody on board, you got to fool them. It's like kids... <sighs> It's the same thing. I get it. I just, I would rather just eat a bowl of mush and just be like, well, I'm saving the planet instead of eating, like, I'll eat this pile of crap instead of <laughs> instead of a chicken here. They had references to this kind of thing in the show we're watching, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, you yeah. haven't gotten to that episode yet where the wow, guys- Wow, spoiler. I'm only on episode three. Oh, I watched the whole thing in a weekend. I love it so much. Well, I only have so many hours here at work, so. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I can only go so far. Listen, man, if you need to, you can stay later at work to catch up on your show today. I have. All right. <laughs> Listen, I've been in the middle of an episode before, and I'm like, oh, it's getting dark. <laughs> well, in the show, which takes place in 2170-something is, yeah. is the year that that show is set in, there's a guy who's eaten a steak, and he's complaining the whole time about this dang fake steak, and he he's... You know, wanting to get some real steak, but it's so expensive. Well, then, like, like the main bad people, like their whole thing isn't like synth sushi. It's like they're like it's like synthetic fish or something like that. It seems like those look like real fish. See, that's the only thing I was wondering about because it said something like the name of the company was like synth synth synthushi. Whatever. Come on. What was it? Wait, what was the fake shrimp that we had a while back? It was something like brimp. Mm. 
Yeah, what was it? It was, it was like vroom, vroom or something. I like. called it shrub. Yeah, it, it was like, <laughs> but it was the same idea. It's like plant based. But talk about Cowboy Bebop because that's my new obsession. I've seen the whole thing once and I'm starting back over already. I like the style. I love the fact that they use. It's kind of neat the way they use jazz throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it sets a cool tone. It's futuristic. Yeah, and you know, yeah, it's it's funny. Oh, now I see. We were talking about it um, when my kid was on the show the other morning. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know if it's appropriate. And then when you said about the thing with your daughter, it does open up with like dead bodies and stuff. Yeah. Like, my my daughter loves the anime. If you don't know, Cowboy Bebop was an anime series in 1998, which was the only one I ever stuck with. Loved it. It's a cool concept. And it's just, it's it's interesting. And there's, you know, bounty hunters that are called cowboys. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's very futuristic. But it's like, you know... I feel like I'm less, I'm less worried about a lot of that violent stuff. And as long as it has like a deep, like, is it decently done? You know, oh, that kind of thing. But there's some stuff where it's like brutal. Yeah. But the, like the look of that show is amazing. Yeah, yeah. My daughter was at her mom's house and she was so excited about Cowboy Bebop starting up the live action version. Cause we've seen the anime. We watched the Japanese version and the English dub version. Japanese version is better. Yeah. But, uh, so she's counting down the days until, the other day when it came out and I, th- I thought, I wonder if she got to watch that. Cause I had been watching it all that night. Next day I send her a text at her mom's house and I say, Hey, I don't think you need to be watching cowboy bebop. She goes, yeah, I got through about 10 minutes and my mom made me turn it off. Yeah, I can see that. And I, you know, it's one of those ones where I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for a kid as well. I mean, there's also, there's a scene in one of the first couple episodes where there's, it's like the, uh, the old stereotype of, you know, you got to be naked to sort your drugs. Oh, yeah. Was that in the first couple of episodes? Yeah, it was like one or two. Ah. Where they had like these people. And then they're like, oh, you're dispen- you know, expendable. And hey, then, don't do too many spoilers. Well, anyway, there's some. Let's put it this way. I found it would be another show that would, would have some uncomfortable moments on the treadmill at the gym. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> but God, what a good show. Remember when you were a kid and you would come across something or you're sitting in the in the living room with the family and they put the wrong movie on HBO, and all of a sudden there's boobs, and you're like, oh my God, what do I do? Where do I go? I don't know. It's still uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> I remember there's, because there would be shows that my wife and I would be watching, and it's like, like you couldn't watch Game of Thrones if the kids were still up, or you couldn't watch, you know, any, well, shoot, any HBO show. Westworld yeah. was brutal like that. Is that coming back? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, no, they are. I think they're doing another season. Okay. But, you know, it, it is funny. I still remember one of my favorite uncomfortable movie moments of all time. It was my ex-wife and I and her parents. We were staying at their house because we, we had a, our house fell through and we uh-huh. had to get another house anyway. So my father-in-law goes to get a movie and he comes back. And we're going to have movie night. Okay. He got Basic Instinct 2. I didn't even know there was a 2. Yeah, it's not good and it's the same idea. Okay. Like, uh, my ex and I were both like, I don't think, I think this is going to be pretty uncomfortable. And we're like, we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh my God. It was like, what is happening? Why would you do this? I'll tell you the first naked um, woman I ever saw in a movie was in a movie called Humanoids from the Deep. Huh? It was right. Humanoids. Yeah. Humanoids from the Deep. And it's pretty early on in the movie because I know you're going to skim it. No. What? But it came I'll on Google. I'll Google the image search. It came yeah. on HBO like when we first got like an HBO weekend, uh-huh. you know, like a preview weekend. Oh, and HBO. I loved horror movies. So I put it on and we're all watching it. 
And then bang, there's a totally naked woman on the beach coming out of a tent. And I was like, what is, what's going on here? What am I supposed to do? Is, does anybody see me looking at this? Cause the whole world went away and I'm looking at it through a tunnel. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I still remember going over to my friend's house and they had HBO and we watched, uh, I think his parents were out and we were like, his sister was supposed to be babysitting us and we watched risky business. And I remember being like, this is the best. I've never seen that. All oh, the way through. it was Rebecca De Mornay in that was so hot, but that, but it's funny. It's like, see, I didn't have cable at my house. So like, I didn't have any, I didn't have MTV. I didn't have HBO. I didn't have any of that stuff. And I still remember when my dad, I, we joke about what he would censor the movie, like he would get movies and censor them. Oh, yeah, that's right. So like for years, I didn't realize there was anything wrong with uh, Police Academy, which mm-hmm. is a random reference. But like there's a very distinct scene where like the guy goes to the women's the, uh, where what's Gutenberg's character or yeah. one of the guys goes to the, the women's dorm uh-huh. and it's like boobies everywhere. And I was like, I didn't know this was a, you know a thing. <laughs> Your dad, man, took the time to edit movies so for you. Funny. That's the opposite. To think about now, yeah. The opposite of your old in-laws who were bringing in basic. Oh instinct. yeah, they're like, hey, check this out. Here's some softcore. I'm gonna tell you some of the best Christmas movies to watch. Tell me what's wrong with this list when I start off. On Netflix, Father Christmas is back. The Christmas Chronicles, Christmas Inheritance, A Christmas Prince. Oh, Christmas are, Wedding Planner. These are all those stupid Hallmark movies, right? All the way down at number six, A Christmas Story shows up. The first legit Christmas movie. Wait, were you starting at number one? Yeah, number one down. Yeah, that was number one. What? Something you ain't never heard of. Christmas Story, number six. Something called Noel from Disney, number seven. Oh, yeah, okay. Last Christmas, Elf, number nine. All right. Still hadn't seen that. Everybody really? tells me I need to see that. How have you not... I don't know, man. I don't like that's like a class. I mean, so we watch it? that's one we watch every year. Really? We do now, yeah. And he says that he could not do the sequel because he would not be able to promote it. He said that the the script was so bad. They wanted to give him 29 million dollars to do Elf 2. Yeah, but then they also said that it sounds like there was a lot of falling out between him and Fer- John Fervor, the Bad director. Bro. Yeah. That they hated each other. Number 10, The Santa Claus. Yeah. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation See, 11. See, that should be way higher. Up. I agree. Number 12, you're going to like it, Die Hard. Yeah. Number 12, Christmas movie. Love Actually? Is that a Christmas movie? I guess technically, yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas? Eh. Nutcracker and the Four Realms. What is that? It's a new one. That's like a new, they made like a almost like an action movie out of the Nutcracker. Okay, what is Rise of the Guardians and how is it a Christmas movie? I don't... Uh, cause one of the characters I know is Santa Claus, <laughs> but there, yeah, that's another kind of weird one. Number 17 is it's a wonderful life. That's one that I don't know if I've actually sat through. Oh, you need to watch that. You need to watch it. And and when you watch it, think about the fact that they filmed that in July. Oh, really? <laughs> and made it look cold. Yeah. With people wearing all their coats and hats and the fake snow. Meanwhile, they're sweating it out. Yeah, I haven't done that or uh, Miracle on 34th. There's so many versions of that. The original with Natalie Wood is where it's at, if you're going to watch that. Santa Claus is coming to town with Mickey Rooney as the voice of Santa Claus comes in at number 18. Oh, 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 the cartoon, okay. Year Without a Santa, number 19. Wait, did you see We Already Missed Rudolph? I watched some of it. I didn't miss nothing. Oh, shocker. (laughs) Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 1964 classic, comes in at number 20 on the list. Where does the Simon Players classic come in? Oh, I love hearing that thing. We updated it last year. Maddie and I do the whole 
Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Christmas special. Just the two of us doing all the voices. We do our free form of it, our interpretation. Uh, I enjoy it every I feel every like year. we should do another one, but I don't know if we'll catch the same lightning in a bottle if we do it. There's not another one that rises to that level. What's another one that's like Rudolph? Uh, maybe Frosty or Santa Claus is coming to town. They don't have those iconic voices in the same way. I mean, there's the Burgermeister, Meister Burger. And the- yeah, I guess you're right. Because, I mean, there really was a lot to, to, to tackle with Rudolph. I mean, we yeah. got, you know, Misfit Toys and Dentists and Bumbles. and I don't like to make toys. <laughs> Stop it. No, I'm him. You're not him. No, I'm, I'm the other uh, reindeer. <laughs> you're Clarice? Hi. <laughs> I'm cute. No, you're, wait, wait, I'm Clarice too and you're Rudolph. Oh, sorry. Listen, <laughs> man. We can never do another one. I'm changing it up. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, a Charlie Brown Christmas, mm. and then the Preacher's Wife. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. That was a, um, wasn't that Whitney Houston? I don't know. I think so. Holiday Calendar at number 24. Never heard of it. And then number 25 of the best Christmas movies to watch this year, A Medea Christmas. Oh, no. Come on, man. What? See, I think the problem is, is that the, Hallmark phenomenon took off so hard. And I know that people love those, but it's like, I almost caught myself watching one. There's one on Netflix now. And it's like, um, a guy kind of catfishes a girl. And I think the girl is that, uh, was it Sloan from, um, entourage? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's her, but I'm not positive anyway, but it's like that. No, there's no way you could fall for him. And then, so he has to help her get the guy. But then of course, you know, they fall in love. And for a minute, I'm like, that kind of looks funny. Look, you know a lot about this to have only seen a minute of that's it. All I, I, that's how much they show you in the preview on Netflix. And it's like, okay, done and done. I know how this is going to play out. <laughs> I've never seen one of those. Yeah. Oh, well, I see them on places. I just like, uh, I saw a commercial the other day. They're like, you know, it's a da, da, da Christmas uh, featuring um, the Pioneer Woman redrumming. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> hey, guys, I, I made some... Hat and mashed tater pie. You guys in love? And she's in a movie and it's not just about cooking? No, she's just like, she's in a, she must be in a scene, but I love that they're like, you know, like. Featuring Reed Drummond. Hey guys, look, my boys are out working in the field. I made some grease and some bacon. and She seems like the type of all those cooking show people. She seems like the type that when the camera goes off, she's screaming at people. I, I. I just, I remember watching that a few times and just being like, oh my God. She's like, my boys are out working hard in the field. I'm going to make them something that might kill them. <laughs> this is so much grease and fat and meat. It was like Paula Dean back in the day. She's like, I'm feeding, like her poor husband was all swole up. He's like, here, honey, eat another stick of butter. I don't think I can. It's like, no, you can do it, stupid. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to look, look that Drink one that up. Drink that gravy. What about the river in Hawaii that's made out of beer? See, I wish this was more true than it was. Well, it says it's true that it's an alcoholic river. Yeah, but it'd be better if it was no a strange natural <laughs> strange natural occurrence, but it's not. Well, how'd they do it? It's, it ended up it's there's near, sugar. It, it, no, it's near a, 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 like a, a bottling plant, or it's near like a... a some sort of you know alcoholic beverage place, and I think they think that the runoff has got it, oh. and it's got a low grade alcohol. It's only like one point six percent. It's barely a non alcoholic beer. Well, that just means more. 
That's what I'm That's saying. That's all. But imagine if that was like a real thing. Like a, they had found some amazing stream that ran with an actual alcohol content. A hundred percent what I thought this story was telling me, man. That's another damn headline that is ruining I my know. life. And that's what's so sad is like you see that and you're thinking, this is great. Someone stumbled. You know, forget the fountain of youth. I found it in this stream of booze. Um, which, sing me a little bit of your favorite Willie Nelson song. Speaking of, here's Willie Nelson, everybody. Uh, Whiskey River, take my mind. <laughs> it's like he's here. Whiskey River, take my mind. <laughs> and and what's another one that he might sing for you? Oh, Blue uh, Eyes Crying in the Rain. Hit a little bit of that. Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. How about uh, Angel Flying Too Close to the Ground? Watch out for that angel flying too close to the ground. <laughs> Dang, I can't think of any more. Uh, mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's good stuff, man. I love Grandpa Willie. Don't get me wrong. I love Willie, but Willie uh, doesn't sing as much anymore. He does more does spoken word. Yeah. Well, that's okay. You still get to see him. Look, man, he can't see you. <laughs> How old is he now? 85, he's something got, like that? Yeah, he's in his 80s. And he's still touring some, right? His granddaughter is beautiful. Yeah? Yeah. I heard an interview with her. She's actually a good singer, too. Willie Nelson is amazing. You ever read any of his books? No. You need to. He has such a relationship with his fans. Like, he knows people when he goes and does these shows. This is why he still does it, because he has fans and friends that he has to keep up with. And he'll he'll have a little passage in the book about a lady came up and gave me a real nice ham. Well, you know what I love most was that last time I saw him, I think, was at White Oak. And uh, he's still playing that same guitar. Well, like, the hole in it? it? Was it Trigger? I don't remember. Na- I thought that was the name of his guitar. For he got a burn hole in it. It's it's just from playing like nonstop strumming, but the fact that I mean, to me, something like that's amazing. Where you know you're just still out there, mm-hmm. and he's still doing it. And I love the fact that he, you know, I, I love the fact that Willie Nelson lived long enough for weed to be legal in most places, and yeah, he is right? just living his best life. But, he's like IRS is gone. He's like I got <laughs> Willie weed. I'm killing it. Like this is great. He's come full circle. But it's not like it ever slowed him down on that when it wasn't legal in no, those places. No, but now it's like, it's the same thing as like Tommy Chong. It's like, you know, hey man, I'm, everything's cool now. Poor Tommy Chong. It, that was a bit of a bummer. Went to jail for, for a bong. And I then, know. And then next thing he knows, Cheech has his own legal weed. Well, he, you know, he's like, <laughs> hey man. <laughs> so tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Can't wait for it. Hope everybody has a great one. What are you looking forward to the most out of all that? Because you're not doing all the cooking this year. You're just uh, spectating a little bit. No, but I'm really excited about the turkey. I like the idea of what my brother-in-law, he wants to smoke it and then for some and then hit it in the deep fryer. And I think that's going to be really good. I think it's going to give it a good flavor. You know, the secret is um, if you put it in the fryer frozen, it stays juicy. That is not at all. <laughs> I don't do that. That is not. That's, yeah. Oh, we're going to do the every. Uh, this is the favorite time of year on the news because they start showing you the stupid videos of someone yeah. like, oh, I'm going to put my frozen bird into a pot full of hot oil. Yeah. You know, it's like that's. I love the term displacement gets thrown around at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oil, dis- hot oil displacement. And they always do it like my favorite is they always do it with a mannequin holding the thing. It's the same as the fireworks ones. Yeah. But they do it in a fake house or like, you know, they would set the tree on fire. It's always like, yes, the Christmas tree. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's the same people. It's the same house every time. I want to thank Tanya Rivera because she, I'm sure later she'll be telling us about that. Those poor, oh, you know what we didn't do? We didn't do the phone calls. I got a bunch of phone calls. Is is it too late? Just do a little bit. Okay. Yeah, the phone, I accidentally dialed the phone number just now because I called my sister. Uh Uh-huh. I left for message. She didn't answer the phone. Yeah. 
And I've been calling y'all's number so much I accidentally called it. I know. Oh, my God. But anyway, uh-huh. my engine light fixed itself after I went and did the tennis grave. Oh, cool. It went off earlier this year. I believe all these years, the lights have been blinking off and on. He wanted me to come to his grave. Oh. What? He's going to his all friend's these years grave. I've been, I thought he was talking about his engine trying light. trying to get my attention. Are you not listening? He I'm said, trying, but he, he said his engine light fixed itself when he went to his friend's grave. Oh, it had okay. been on for years, but his friend From, called him to the grave, and when he went and visited the grave, his engine light fixed itself. Well, he has a lot of mystical... People don't necessarily understand that this gentleman calls us all the time, and he has lots of fantastic stories, like the time he caused uh, a truck to go off into a ditch with his mind. Yeah, he blew the tire with his mind. Yeah. I went, and it fixed itself. Yep, see? Fix it, so. Okay. I shouldn't have been going all all in 43 years. It's a long time. His engine light's been on for 43 years. Or that was the last time he saw his I friend. I kept saying I wanted to do it, but I never got around to He calls with this stuff every day. But anyway. He has the most amazing life. Hold on. I actually didn't call you no more again. Accidentally called it. But he's no, one. No, he didn't. That's where it is with radio. Everything else, the TV and everything got remote control. Uh-huh. I'm so used to remote controls now. Which to turn the radio up, down, or off, I wish for the didn't reach for remote control, and I don't have one to Wait. ready. All right, hold on a second, though. What? This is the first time he's ever acknowledged us being a radio station. Oh, I just don't play them all for you. He usually will call and ask if that song was about him. Oh, because you forward these all the time to me. And generally, it's just some of his fantastic stories, and you're like, you got to listen to the end. Yeah. And then, and then there won't be anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll sit there for three minutes. I know. I thought he never once really acknowledged oh, no, that he no. was calling a radio station. He'll call all the time, oh, okay. and he'll have comments to say about what Ann says in between songs. He'll say, that song about having a good time. I ain't having a good time. All the time. I, I get like the, the blinking uh, voicemail at my desk, and it's like, you know, I'll hit it, and it's like, hey, man, listen, you got to check this out. Call this guy back. And it's like, Another thing, I saw a cow and a dog. Uh-huh. Light bill come down. Oh, the light bill came. Fifty dollars and fifty cents. Ooh, that's high. That's way down from what it was. Oh, oh. good. Good. Well, it might be up a little bit because they raised the price a little bit. Uh-huh. Use forty-five dollars, but I don't use nothing. Uh-huh. Air conditions and that. Oh, yeah, you got to sweat it out sometimes. Don't need that now. But that ain't bad. Not bad. He's right. But not let him pay say, because it might raise us more. Yep. Huh? But anyway, that's what I want to call about. That's what he wanted to that's call about. That's his thing, though. He says, but anyway. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, no. He, and another thing. He did another thing in that one, too. This is weird. He doesn't seem... He seems off. Well, he's busy. It's a busy time of the year. All right. You know, he's got Christmas coming. Hey, Simon. Uh, won't you give out a, 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 a thing there where it says... Learn how to merge in traffic. You speed up, get in front, put on brakes, get behind. Don't expect me to move over. You know the people who won't let you merge, though? Yeah. I had that happen the other day, getting off Bryan Boulevard. I've had a couple of those. I couldn't believe it. And then I look, and they're like, I was like, are you really going to run into me because I had to merge into traffic? I have nowhere to go, and this is what you want to do? Right. All right, let's party. Are you going to run off the road to spite me? <laughs> I guess. It's your job. To merge in, not my job to merge you in. Right. And uh, why does the girl have a boy's name and the boy has a girl's name? All right. Dan. Are they funny? He's getting on to that one late. 
Oh, I thought it was the same guy who was talking about that. It, it's Maddie and Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what you think. Which is funny because we never even thought about that until someone pointed it out. Hey, Simon, back to this uh, uh, starting intro to songs while you're still talking. It's really bad when you're not there. Them two uh, idiots who work with you, they'll really carry on a conversation while a song starts playing. Told you guys about that. Didn't oh, I? is that when, oh, when you're out and we do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah, Dale's on a roll, man. He loves us. And you don't hear half what they're talking about. So get with the program, talk what you got to talk about, talk about it a little longer, and, and don't start the song until you're through talking. Thank you. I, and I'm serious. He's serious this time, man. I I think that he would be great. It would be really fun if we had like up and coming DJs have him sit down and get like critique from him. <laughs> <laughs> He's so sweet about it. He's, He's he, very to the point. Well, wait, here he is again. Oh. Simon, don't start playing music before you're through talking because half the time you can't understand what the hell you're saying when the music starts playing. He called when you were saying good morning over and over, and I kept fading you down under uh, Marshall Tucker Band, Can't You See? Oh. <laughs> that's, that's when he called and left that message. Because you couldn't hear you, and it was on purpose, but he was so mad. He'd go, say what you got to say, then play the f***ing music. <laughs> By the way, talk a little bit more. You play too much f***ing music, the morning show. Three people on the morning show, and you do 30 seconds f***ing talking. <laughs> Come on, get with the program. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> he wants us to talk more. That's the one guy out there who wants more of this and, and less music. I like how mad he is that we don't talk more. I know. <laughs> I know. Hey, Simon. What does Santa Claus do when Mrs. Claus leaves the house? Huh. I don't know. What does Santa oh. Claus do when Mrs. Claus leaves the house? Ho, ho, ho. Uh, well, hey, Simon, Santa Claus got black boots and a black belt. Yep. All right, so if you ever want to be part of the show, <laughs> call 336-373-0987. You can check us out on the radio weekdays at 987simon.com. Do you have a final thought over there? Uh, no, other than the fact that I learned if you got to keep people out of the kitchen, you got to treat them like your kids or your pets and throw food out in the hallway or something or Absolutely. put a puzzle out. Absolutely. Throw a ball. Go get it. Get it, Mom. Get it. Seriously, though, have a fantastic Thanksgiving. We're crazy about you. I hope it's the best one ever, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 